Hamilton, Ontario, to see my mom. Yeah. And then you were like, I think I'm going to be, I th I, what do you think about Jason Brody? And I was like, everybody's bro. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I discarded that tagline, but I did uh, yeah, yeah. change the stage name to that. Fair enough, fair enough. So Jason Brody, the one and only. Um, and how long have we known each other? 21 years. I met you. 21 long years. <laughs> it's been an eternity. I met you when you were 13. I was 15, I think. Yes. I was like going on, like I was pretty much 16. Yes. Yeah, and um, I think I, our, our friendship has been one of the most, uh, honestly, it's one of my favorite friendships. <laughs> I can't, I don't want to make anyone feel bad. but I like... was fighting against my genetic predisposition. <laughs> And for some reason, running in track and field. You, oh my God, I remember that day. So the day, this is the day I met Jason, okay? Yeah. Um, the, he was, he's two, you're three years younger than me, I think, or two years younger than me. So you were in elementary school still. Yes. And I was in high school. And our schools were right next to each other. I believe you were cheerleading or something. I was cheerleading. I was in press student council. What wasn't I doing? Mm -hmm. It was. It's easier to list the things I didn't do <laughs> than the things I wasn't. But I was cheerleading. And as part of, uh, I was also, someone had uh, fallen sick that day. They got sick. And they needed me to watch or monitor just your race. <laughs> For some reason. Yes. And so you, so I'm watching you run, and I, okay, you're right, genetically pretty, not predisposed to running. No. You know what I not mean? Not fast, anyways. And, no. and and I saw your knee completely go left, like it had enough. It gave out completely, and yeah. I was like, oh my god, I saw it, and I remember I booted it over, and you were in so much pain. Yes. You couldn't like you you, you like forget you weren't even there's no cry. You couldn't even talk. You were in so much pain. Yeah. You were like purple from, from it was a really rough day. Oh man, bad day. And then I remember, um, what do you remember from that point? Do you remember anything or I were remember, you just like in I remember shock? My foot going into like a divot in the field, me popping in the air like a kernel of popcorn. <laughs> after it, you know, when it goes from the kernel to the, the and it becomes the pop. Oh, just, yeah, it just popped. Yeah. That's what happened to my body. <laughs> so gross. And I'm freaking out. I look up and you're there with some other people. And you're, like, taking control of the situation. Dude, I knew that if I didn't splint your leg, you, would have, you wouldn't have lost it, but it would have just been so bad. And luckily, everybody with Filipino moms who are nurses, <laughs> all right, you don't get read nursery rhymes, you get read the emergency, like, book. Shout out, yes. <laughs> yeah, and so I remember I had Ross break a hockey stick, mm -hmm. and he, he just cracked a hockey stick, and I splinted your—, your I created a, a, a really terrible splint, mind you, but— it wasn't uh, medically sound or structurally sound. Actually, no. I still have the splinters. No, 
from 30, 32 years later, I still carry the wound. But you're welcome, Jason Rohde. All we did was take a hockey stick away from a needy kid, I think. We broke broke some kid's (laughs) hockey stick, and that was it. Your generation is so ungrateful. You are so ungrateful. It's an entire generation gap. (laughs) There's only a three-year difference in age. I don't know if that counts. So, yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, According to Jason, I'm an old hag. And uh, according to me, his generation, kids these days, you know what I mean? Yeah, we ruined it for everyone. (laughs) For everyone. So um, how I know one of – actually, I have a few questions from the guys. But before we get there, how, how did we make it this far? Like, I think what are the tenets? I think every friendship has is like a brand. Mm-hmm. Every friendship has like tenets, right? That or 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 characteristics. What how did we make it this far? Uh, you know, as friends and uh, as good friends, I think we live on different coasts, right? right? We have for how long have you been? 11 years now. 11 years. Yeah, it's been 11 years. Oh, wow. I yeah. think we've been through a lot. We grew up together. Yeah, and I also think we were always really honest friends. As in, like, I never hid anything from you. Yes. I think, without getting into too many specifics, and we can if you want, but I think we both saw each other at our worst. Yeah. And I don't know if this is good, but I think there's many times in both of our lives where we were able to recognize, well, this might just be a phase so we're she's just, just going through a phase. She's just going through a phase. <laughs> Jay's always, always like tolerant of my, of my shit, right? Or so, I'm going through a phase. Yeah. And we're like, regardless, we'll see the other person through that phase. Yeah, we're gonna love each other through it. True. true. Even like you, you know, say you'll be like, not you specifically, but like we were young. No, we're, no, you we can tell di- stories. There's so nothing. You're like you've had some boyfriends. In I've the had. Past. To- <laughs> Yes, I have. Where I would think to myself, oh, man, this is not going to work at all. <laughs> Jay, you were always so polite, though. You were always I so polite knew. to these guys. Like you, But you knew they were not going to be around. And not to say that you're a man-eater at all. But you would, no. just, you would date guys and <laughs> like, what is even happening here? Why won't this guy talk? There's guys that you dated, like mimes and stuff. And I'm like, okay, she's going through a mime phase. He was phase. just an introvert. Okay, I get it. Yeah, he was a mime. I remember. He I remember trying to give him a glass of water and hitting an invisible box. That was, okay, that's fine. Uh, Anyways, so I know you didn't love the spectrum, but there was a wonderful rainbow, no? Like, you admired the rainbow. But I would date people as well that, like, weren't the best for me. I didn't want to be that person to say, like, bro, let's not even talk about the girls that came came through. Like, some of them were wonderful. A lot of them were fantastic. And then some of them were clinically... Yeah, some. Clinically suspicious. And there's, yeah, there's different, f- listen, we get into these things, yeah, 100%. No, you're right, you're right. Look, uh, I, no, but I This do is think, real friendship. But yeah. this real friendship is, it's enduring. And this is one of the things that I, I because as I, as I grow, as I grow older, I recognize that it's actually harder for a lot of people to make really human connections these days yeah. because of the internet and because of the way that we communicate. For us, because we had those years where it was really analog, and I actually had to sit and talk to you if I was going to tell you anything, whether it was on the phone Mm -hmm. or... And I think the time we became closer, and this is something, a a lot of people, when they get injured or there's illness, you actually lose some friends. I know it's really a weird thing about humanity. And if somebody goes, it's not that they're bad people, it's just they can't handle this circumstance with you right now, you know? And you can't have expectations of people, I think. But I think 
I was really ill. I had my my depression was like at an all time high, and I remember your voice just being this enduring, like you know, really like go towards the light type of thing. Yeah. And I, I, you always call me out when I'm really hard on myself or when I'm unrealistic. When I'm really unrealistic, you're yeah. always there to say like, no, that's not Reem. That's something else. You know. Yeah. And um, but with you, I remember when you hurt your back. Yeah, so, it was in a car accident. Yeah, you were in a car accident, and you were running for you were running for political City office. Yeah. Man of the people, Jay <laughs> Jay Rody at the time, man yeah. of the people, and uh, yeah, so you were running for office, and then you got into that accident. I was so scared the day I got that call from you. Oh boy! Like, oh my God! I think I remember like going, you know, that cold pins and needles through your body. Mm-hmm. I felt that because I thought you were gonna die. Like yeah, I actually was, thought uh, you were gonna die. It was a hairy situation, and, and throughout <laughs> it was very hairy. It was very hairy, very yeah. difficult. No, I dr- uh, like a drunk ran a red, took took me right out, and took yeah. Oh my god, I had god. A real bad injuries, and I was going through. Uh, I'll be real with you. I got I got up until then. I was a pretty straight arrow kid, like a drink bit here and there. No, and, yeah, but we would just like it. We it was social. It was, it was never socials. You and know, it was on the weekends or on a party at a party. Yeah, and I got at the time pretty much addicted to the prescription pills that I was given from the doctor. I developed a pain pill addiction, and up until then I had uh, a history of drug abuse in my my family. My father was hooked on drugs. Your your dad was such a big figure in our friendship, even though I've never met your dad. Yeah. Because all the times that we kind of really come down to the nitty-gritty of things, and you you met my dad like once, I think. I did, yeah. Yeah, you met my dad like once or twice. But we, they were not big figures in our lives, but they were certainly big figures in our in the way we sorted our lives out. You I think know? they're luminous monuments in yeah, our lives, in yeah. a way, right? In a way where you, you look at certain things, and the shadow of a building will go on to another building and and always loom over it even though it's not touching it exactly and you and and that was something that i always knew so when when you started this journey into okay the pain medication and i remember i don't i don't remember i remember you were in a lot of pain like right after the accident you were in a lot of pain and then in the months that followed did you know that you were getting more addicted or did you know that like how did you so what happened to me was I knew I wasn't getting better. I knew I was getting addicted. And I was using the pain medication not just to alleviate pain, but alleviate physical pain, but to deal with the mental anguish I was going through. Essentially, like, losing everything I had. All yeah. Money, all of the career aspect, uh, career prospects, my political campaign, it all went away. And then within that period of time, we had a misdiagnosis. I remember that. Where the doctor thought I had cancer, cancer. in my spine. Oh, my God. I remember of, that. a very rare genetic thing that's going we, on in my back. We Like, Google had just begun, so we tried to Google it, and it wasn't. Like, I don't... We, I remember you think... You said I, I might be very ill, and you didn't tell me what it was till like, years later, but I remember you were like, I'm really ill, I'm getting tests back, and... I think that's the kind of way, that's the way you've always dealt with it, is you tell me, like, if it's really serious, you're telling me in the moment, and if it's kind of like you don't want to talk about it, you talk about it in retrospect. So you'll only tell me. And I think other friends might be upset that you keep things or whatever, but I was always like, oh, he's just going through a thing. <laughs> very <laughs> like, accepting. He's just going through a thing yeah, right now. Very accepting. <laughs> and uh, so I took that as an opportunity to just kind of go off the rails. Yeah, you, you told, but to be honest with you, even you going off the rails, you're such a straight arrow that you it's you were out of character for Jason but 
you know, what does going off the rails mean? Like, go well, ahead. Just going into experimenting with drugs and alcohol yeah. and partying and thinking that, like, well, if I have to, if I, if it's in my spine and I'm not going to, I'm going to be paralyzed, I might as well, like, really enjoy and party and do all those things. Get, like, it was like the movie The Bucket List with yeah. Morgan Freeman and Jack Nicholson, except at a rave. Uh, yeah, completely. And I <laughs> said so you were just completely. Except they were in their every 20s. day was a rave. Yeah, they were in their twenties and down for anything. So how did you? Okay, how did you identify there was a problem, and how did you dig yourself out of it? Because by the way, in the UAE, where I in Dubai, where I live. N- n- like you can't access painkillers the way they're not they, they're literally every pill is documented wow. and that's it's for this reason it's because people's addiction can slip it's a very slippery slope so how did you know that you were addicted and how did you know it was a Sir, problem i was making mistakes i think in friendships but really what happened and i was making mistakes in friendships and in my life but really what what happened was the doctors I spent a lot of time, in spite of being on a lot of different things, I did really focus on my rehabilitation. Yeah. So I did a lot of physiotherapy, chiropractor work, working out, doing whatever I had to do to get my back as strong as possible. So what ended up happening is one day the results came back. They're like, you don't have any cancer. What you have is a very rare genetic thing in your spine. So essentially... If you imagine a spinal disc, yeah. it looks like a donut, and the middle would be fluid. Right. In a few of my discs, there's an additional little pocket okay. with fluid. But yeah. on a on an MRI, it sometimes looks like tumors. Okay. So it's it's obviously there was a mistake. It was just a mistake. So they're like, you don't have cancer. Your Thank spine's God. fine. Thank, Thank God. God. And your your back looks better. And I told the doctor, but I'm still in tremendous pain. He's like, oh, you're addicted to the painkillers. That'll wear That'll go away when you stop taking the painkillers. And I'm like, but I, he's like, it's all in your head. It's, it's, like, it's like, what did he call it? Psychosomatic. psychosomatic. Right. But, so psychosomatic means your, your body gen, genuinely feels it, but your head is actually, it's, it's in your brain. You're making it up. So before when I heard it's all in your head, it would be like when Reem would tell me she had a bad hair day. And I'd be like, your hair's fine. That's, it, that's the thing, right? Is like, I would My think hair day. if I had a good hair day, I'd be like, wish for a million dollars because I'm having a great hair day right now. <laughs> so when you hear that, you think it's all malarkey, but I could actually feel in my body, even talking about it, I can feel a little bit of pain when they really? say that. Wow. But when... They told me that I was. I kind of went the other way. It's like, no, I'm still dealing with. I'm dealing with pain, and I ended up overdosing on pain pills in a rest Chinese restaurant in Chinatown. Oh. And I didn't didn't understand how I got there. I lived about. It was like yeah, it was like a a blunt. I, I came to in the washroom. Wow. A Chinese restaurant, um, completely messed up, and went and decided to kind of lock myself up in my parents' house for five weeks yeah. and sweat it out. And just, like, rehab yourself. But that's that's something that you've always done, by the way. We're not not necessarily yeah. with... But when something isn't working, you will put pressure on a situation so that it cracks into place. I've seen you do it, like, a 100,000 times. My spirit animal is a sick cat. <laughs> because sick cats will go under the porch of the house and then try to die there yeah. alone. <laughs> but they don't die. They don't die. They just hawk it out and they're back. So you're just under a porch, really. That's my... (laughs) I just went under the porch for five weeks. Yeah. Meowed loudly into the night. And then 
it lifted off of me like a dark cloud and just dissipated. It was gone. The I I you know the when the addiction, but I I want to be clear about things. The addiction to painkillers is one thing, but I think the addiction, an addictive personality, that's something that a lot of people that I know deal with. And everybody has their way of managing it or not managing it, whatever the case is. But what you've always done, and this is something that I, I love about you, you face it and you're like, oh, you're here. Like addiction yeah. something outside of you. You never saw it as something, uh, or I never read it yeah. as they, you were like, oh, this is just the makeup of who I am now. You never actually accepted it in your life. These days I'm trying to look at it as a pig. Okay. Outside <laughs> a of pig? My, a, a little dirty truffle oh, pig. Oh, that's outside of that's your body. That's outside of me. Yeah. That is a dirty pig that wants food and drugs and all this garbage. And I have different pigs for different problems. Right. But the, the pill pig that I have. <laughs> Specifically pill pig. The pill pig <laughs> yeah. is, I have to realize, he's always there. Yeah. He's always in my ear. Yeah. He's kind of like, oink, 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 let's do this. Yeah. And I just have to look at him and go, shut up, you stupid pig. No. You don't <laughs> no get any drugs. You're not getting any drugs. <laughs> get out of here. Yeah. And I I think that that's kind of the main thing, right? Well, it sounds silly, right? No, no, no. What's important but it about means it. <laughs> It's important about this, me yelling at this pig in the night. Uh, and it, in the, the more you tell the pig to shut your dirty pig mouth, yeah. um, the, the more you yell at it. You, we, we tend to feel like addictions are a part of us internally and yeah. intrinsically. Yeah. Like, I am broken. And it, I know this is just a little mental trick, but envisioning it as an outside thing that haunts you, that walks around you, separates it from you because when you're really dealing with i would deal i would get in these these holes where like you would take a pill you'd feel bad that you relapsed yeah you think you're garbage for relapsing i'm a horrible person i'm this i'm that instead of just thinking to yourself that this outside source this pig the pig got me right the pig and this got time me. This, this time, time. And I'm gonna get back on the wagon and tomorrow you're done pig yeah no and i think that's pig. a really like it's a really important tool for people to use who are dealing with addiction. Uh, you know, it, like for example, there might be a drinking issue, or yeah. but but it's also it extends further to other addictions like working out or or you know um, having a like workaholic issue. Which, by the way, I think I'm 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 guilty of this. The work pig. The work pig. But wears a nice suit. Yeah. And a sundress. It covered in like you know like in in money. Yes. <laughs> very expensive and, jewelry. It's very nice. And you kind of just sit down and you're like, yo, um, I don't know if. I, I don't know why you're here right now, but you're making everything bad around yeah. me. And I think that's something. What's the most hypocritical advice you've given me? Oh, I've given you a ton of... I've given you <laughs> like some so bad advice say, just to, there's some, to there's say some, it. Some of it, yeah, some of it was pretty bad, uh, but I, I did it. Do you remember anything? I don't, I don't remember. I think all of my advice is wonderful. You th yeah, you don't... Or whimsical, and then I just enjoy it. <laughs> you've, my, my favorite one was... Give it a go, and if it doesn't work, we'll give the other one a go. <laughs> yeah, I was you like, know what? Just, Frank, I'm just like, gonna... Yeah, I was like, yeah. Um, let's go to the questions that the guys yes. were asking. Okay, how would Jade... I guess we can...